0: So my question to you is even with the time that has passed and you know um everything that else has happened or you know the things that you've done to move past uh, your initial contact with the justice system so how does that experience make you feel like how does it affect you mentally and physically today
1: well, um, mentally, like, I don't know, like, how do I say it? When I see cops, I still get that fear that because I'm a, a black person, I'm a melanated being, they might see me and want to pick at me every time that I walk outside and I just see cops looking at me, and I have, like, stare back because I'm willing to react and attack me or just say something to me without me, without me knowing, and then also, I had to, like, sue the state, so my name is in the system. So I also know that can cause more harm when your name is in the system. So I'm very much more aware, and I try my best to avoid police contact. I try to stay as far away from the police as I can.
0: I definitely agree with you on that. Anytime that your name is in that system for any little thing, whether it's you having to file a complaint, you suing them, that definitely puts a bigger target on your back than what was already there. And it's just, the biggest thing is, we're the ones that need the most protection and and for them to serve us. But that just never happens. It just never happens. It, it doesn't. And it's sad
1: because, well, it, it's sad because Because us as black trans men, when we see like the movement like Black Lives Matter, and we got people like this is an example like you, that you just you didn't deserve to be incarcerated, you deserve justice. You know what I mean? We got people we we don't advocate you know Black Lives Matter is not advocating for people like you, and this is no offense, just my opinion. We are on. You know, they might write about us in a, in a mission statement, but the the blueprint is a black cis man. When we got people like you, Tony McDade, who literally been killed by the police. When when we was out in New York City, nobody was protesting for him. Nobody gave a fuck about him. I tell people the story all the time. I, you know, Black Trans Media, they went and they organized with some other organizers. And as I'm, I just got there. The first thing I heard as I got there, a black cis hat man said. Kobe Bryant. Now, listen, I, I feel bad he passed away. I feel bad his daughter passed away with him. But at the end of the day, a police didn't kill that man. He literally, you know, passed away from an accident. Nobody deliberately said, hey, we're going to kill him today because he's a melanated bean even though he's melanated and that could have happened, it didn't happen. Tony McDade, he was literally killed. So it bothers me when I speak black, to just have black men as a blueprint, or just us not getting acknowledged, because we're not, there's so many black trans men that have stories of being harassed by the police. There's so many times where the police are harassing us for being black, melanated beings, and we don't get to tell these stories because we're black and trans, we're, we're isolated. We're not, our stories are not being told, our stories are not being heard. Even if we tried to be on a platform like social media or if we had a big platform, people still wouldn't give a fuck. They would just look at us like, oh, okay. you know he's trans. That's it. So we need our I appreciate you doing this. We need our stories told Because I've been trying to get our stories told for a minute. Especially you were actually one of the first um black trans man's stories I heard. And once I heard your story, I really got a different um outlook. Likes.
0: Thank you, man. I didn't. I didn't even know that. I really didn't. Um, but you know, it's just the thing is, if we don't tell our story, who's going to tell it for us? You know what I mean? Like the media and all those other people, they'll tell it, but they're going to tell whatever story it is that they want to tell. What's going to get them the most views and likes and whatever else that's going on out there, but part of this is basically to see how each individual has a different story to tell when it comes to their unique experiences with the criminal justice system you know because no person's story is going to be exactly the same you know to the to another person it's just never the same because maybe they start off treating you bad and then at some point You know, if you have to do time, then they start treating you a little different. You know, nobody can really tell you that same exact story every time. Um, So we already talked about pretty much everything that, you know, I had on my little list of things to talk about. Um, And as I said before, I wasn't going to hold you too long for this interview. I just wanted to get your story out there. For you to tell the people what your experience was like and for them to see that, hey, this is happening. This was happening before any of the other stuff that was, you know, reported in the news. Like this has been happening and nobody is talking about it. Or if they are talking about it, they're not telling the whole thing. They're not giving the whole picture of everything that's going on. They're, they're just giving little bits and pieces of stuff. But to bring this alive, I had to have someone that I knew was going to give it to me raw and uncut and just how it was because I don't, don't try to fancy it up for me. Just be honest. If if they was a whole bunch of assholes and they just didn't do what the fuck they were supposed to do, just say that we're not going to sugarcoat. it. We're not going to pretend like, Oh, you know, it was really messed up. We're not doing that. We're going to be real and, and, and express that because we have that freedom of speech. And anytime you come on anything that I'm on or I'm doing, You got that freedom of speech. You say what the hell is on your mind. Nobody's going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you. And if a person that is watching or viewing or whatever, they don't like it, that's on them. Because at the end of the day, we can express ourselves however we want to. People express themselves all the time. But it's the way that you do it that counts. Right. So, you already know how this this is going to pan out. But... We've talked about your experiences before incarceration, your uh, experience when you had contact with the justice system. Um, But I do have one question. One last question. The last question is... okay. I have one last question. And this is not about incarceration. This is not about the criminal justice system. It's not about none of that shit that we just talked about. This last question and this is something I want you to think about. Before you ask I just want you to just think just for a second out of everything that's going on out in the world if it was one thing that you could do just one thing now And you, you know everything that's going on out there. You got pandemics, you got people starving, you got all this extra stuff going on. But if it was one thing that you could do to make a to make not just a small impact, but a, a huge impact, not just in your community, your city, but that nationwide global around the world type deal. One thing that you would do if you could, what would that be? So, honestly
1: speaking, I would abolish police and get people to work in communities. I'm an abolitionist, so, and I try to, like, I'm more of a person that I try to get into people wrong, you know, like, um these are slave catchers. They're basically the KKK of 2022, and it's going to keep on, before we didn't have cameras. So, I try to tell people, listen, these are slave catchers that are literally catching up like we some slaves so what I would do, do is I would abolish release. And I know we still got some fuck-ups up, fuck in the community. So I know as non people, we're going to need some help. Regardless, even if we abolish release, we still got people that just are ignorant, especially when it comes to, like, queer and trans people. So what I would do is I would abolish release and have people that are really willing to, to uplift and work on a good community, have them be our security in the community. If we have somebody breaking in, we call this number. We don't call the police call this number because police are no longer here and i do believe it's going to be going to live in a world in the future where abolitionists win and we have a better community where it's not the police that's coming to save us it's different people it's people like let's say if i'm a black person and i live in a community I, i'm sorry this has to be like this but we live in segregated communities where black people are helping black people because whether they're and whether they're black I mean whether I'm sorry, whether they're white or even non black people are still a danger to black people. So uh-